Somewhere deep in the depth of the cosmos lies a small floating planet simply named Earth. And among all the otherwise unremarkable disc golf content comes a trio of incredible heroes to form what is known as the greatest disc golf pop culture mashup podcast named Kirby's Disc Golf World. One and one makes two and two and one makes three. It is destiny. The first hero, our savior, has been saving disc golf from polos, haircuts, and soul prison shoes. It's disc golf, Jesus. The wonder boy turned wonder man, JK, entertaining the masses for years and always willing to contribute to the field day's conversation. The wise and great sage who has the power to move you. It's me, Swiss Cheese. Welcome to Kirby's Disc Golf World. What's up, everyone? Have you guys been playing disc golf recently? Is it warm enough for where you guys are going out consistently again? Not consistently. Consistently, yeah, my day out. off is about it. That's okay. all I could really no. pull, in all honesty. I, I get out once in a while. Wow, well, okay, we're bearing the lead. JK just had a birthday, so everybody did, yes. wish him happy birthday. He is Thank now you. 21 and planning big things. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, how long has it been since you played? I don't can't even remember. I want to say I, I can't remember if I played after nationals or not. I don't know if I have, which would have been the first week of April. Yeah, I, uh, oh, wow. I think didn't you and I play after nationals? Oh yeah, okay, that's the last time uh, I played then. That's that was Easter? Easter. Easter. Yeah, wow, that was Easter day. Now I've definitely gotten some more rounds than that. I've even lost some more discs. So yeah, I I played. Yeah, I played twice. Twice, three times in April. I played a couple. I'm, I'm of really, yeah, I'm really fortunate to try to get like one of my two days off in a round with the wet, how much rain we're getting. It's brutal. Yeah, that's pretty much how I. The only reason I'm going, the weather just, just sucked. But like next week, it looks like all 80s, and I'm really hoping that just rides out and like we're here for summer because that's when like disco season like really begins for me. Nice. Yeah, that's when the content be flowing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and once school's over. Yeah. You're going to be all over the Twitter waves and everything. Yeah, I can actually start ma- doing some disc golf content, which I've been missing out on. Right in time for, like, no tournaments. We're, we're in yeah, the we're soft get a little break, yeah. <laughs> so are you still throwing that yarn? Yeah, thank so you very much. So, so it's not going to go in my bag? Or no, what? it's not going in your yeah. bag. I really thought that one was going to somehow slide to my bag. No, I could. I, there was a moment where I was debating whether I should get my 21-year-old nephew a birthday. That would be cool of you. That would be cool. I don't think I've gotten you a birthday gift since, like, 18. I think that's generally, like, a Kirby rule that we got. Like, <laughs> I just give you guys money, and I give it to you guys because if I give it to you in a card, it goes into your dad's pocket. So that's what I used to do. I used to just give it directly to you guys. Yeah. Like you guys, you get to buy whatever the fuck you want with this money. But yeah, I thought about getting you a yarn, and then I that said, really cool. ah, "He's twenty-one. <laughs> he's good." John's twelve. And then another part of me is like, "We just need to make our way down to Delwood because they now got cast." Yeah, that so, doesn't so even happen pretty. That soon, was man. another thought of mine. Like, should I just order it? Should we just make our way down to Delwood to kind of shop? Yeah. And just wait. He's gonna get that. Barry back, and you're gonna, and the yarn's gonna. That's that. You. He might be right. Your bet. Your your only hope. But no, nah, I don't throw the Barry forehand, so it doesn't like. I. How many tough. clash discs do we have now? I feel like a lot of those have been getting lost. Uh, whatever you have. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No, we still no, have we the have... mint in here. The mint. The, the mint and the mango. The mint a little bit. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the mango. mango's hanging on the wall. Nobody's yeah. touching mango. No, mango. No, I'm no, cool with that because the good statement one. Because yeah. mangoes help you out uh, when you smoke weed now. 
they get you more high because of the accidents <laughs> and stuff. It's just a fact. So, yeah, I lost the pepper. I lost one of my Raiders. I uh, la- I lost mine into the water. You lost. I don't, you you also fucking Very. fucking Earhart fucking yeah. That one was really dumb. I really wasn't thinking about that one. I really regret that one. He lost like, his like for everyone that doesn't know, he lost his putting putter. Yeah, throwing on a, a, a driver, he just didn't need to throw it. Uh, uh, yeah, he lost over his a water carry, and he lost it is like, what it is like he was. He lost the putting like the the putter that was fucking was doing really well. Like it the looked first dope thing too. Out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looked dope too. Uh, the Earhart. Uh-huh. I tried yeah. looking for that. Yeah, there's nowhere to be. Found. No, I wouldn't think they would be anywhere, like, to be honest. Fuck, yeah, both of mine fell in the fucking river, and the 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 one the raider. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go in, and then I'm on the edge, and I'm already crotch deep. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, that's and it was cold. I'm like, no, I guess yeah, I'm not gonna go out because that that's crotch deep. And then when I have to bend down and get fucking frisbee, my head's underwater. <laughs> okay, yeah, I did. Shit. I did find one though, so I lost one and found one. What'd you find? That's a, a destroyer. A star. It was on tag, oh, yeah. unmarked, no numbers. Just want to make sure that's clear before the police come and get me. No numbers. Um, yeah, it was a new destroyer, the robot Ricky destroyer. Interesting. Like a 172. I don't really throw destroyers, but it's in my bag. So just because I haven't taken it out. <laughs> it's, yeah. not, it's not like I did my bag to throw, but yeah. So like when you lose one and gain one. Man, discs are expensive. Like, can we get real They're for a minute? Like, prices, yeah, man. Let's everything's real, fucking... guys. Like, <laughs> like, you're right. Like, I these guys always give me shit because I'm like the most willing to kind of walk away from one a little quicker than these two. But man, fucking that one hurt. That last one I got hurt. Granted, it's you know a European disc, but maybe yeah. that's kind of part of the inflation of it. But man, I was like, I don't know. Got... I've been seeing like stock runs tens from like even Innova. They're like twenty two bucks, twenty one bucks. Ooh, like but I feel like these like seventeen, eighteen dollars. Yeah, man. There's that's just some packs, ridiculous bro. out there. Reed and I are old enough to remember when they're like twelve, thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, man. Like, I actually did one of the things when uh when I did take my run. I did take the synapses out from okay. Thought Space. I was thoroughly enjoying it. Really? Uh, I only threw it a few times, like for because Quinn's like, "Don't throw it near the water." I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to get this pick out of it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I understand why. <laughs> I understand why. But uh, I threw it a couple times. I had a couple good throws with it. But one of my favorite throws now is on second hole on um on Fairfield, throwing the fucking bar- uh, barium. I fucking love it. Really? Okay. The fucking- for the yeah. loft, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, man. Is that just still in your bag? Yep. Yeah, pretty consistently, you throw it pretty often. I flex yeah. with it, man. Really, man. Yeah, I, 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 he, he just like anybody around reads throwing that disc. Like if if there's people on a tee pad, yep. oh yeah, he'll do it. Yep. Doesn't fucking matter if it's like 105 feet away. That fucker will bust no, it out as like, hey, look at what I'm Okay, <laughs> I did do this once. I did do it once. It was on the third hole. It was on the third hole of Fairfield. Mm-hmm. So I so it was a big it made sense. Hole. It made sense. And I just threw it on the second one. So I did do it. But I did let the guy throw it, so I didn't even get to throw it that hole. Oh, okay. But I threw I I've been throwing it like I do have it's fall off a couple times, especially when I was okay. playing in the rain. Like I was playing wet with Quinn once and it just fucking slipped right out. But oh, so do, do I, you notice like the, the grip more? Like do you consciously yeah. feel it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's, does it's, it bother you or does it help at all, do you think? Or uh, because I think we did a disc pick one that's like a couple months ago. Now I guess you can yeah. actually um, it, throw it. I don't think it. 
helps. Okay. It might be more of a hindrance. Like when I grab it, I notice it right up there. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I just make a mind mental note of it, and I try to forget it, and then I mm-hmm. throw it. The real problem is you can't lose that disc because you don't know if that's the overstable version, like yeah. the old one, yeah. or, or if it's the current. Yeah, we don't know which one is. So it's true. like a it's like a fifty fifty coin flip. What you get back in return? I'm just saying, like you gotta watch that. Yeah. Like, I haven't really even seen like like people like posting about them anymore, or, like throwing them or loving them, which is kind of interesting because I feel like it did make a pretty strong head wave when they were coming out because it was just this new technology. And I wonder if it just like no one caught on from it. I do see the um the putter all the fucking time. Yeah. I see that the I see I've been seeing that disc being that died a lot to the fucking the past month and a half. It's always like one of the fucking di- Disc, disc yeah, die. I said that they advertised that disc as like the straightest disc ever. I mean, one of the first times I were throwing it, I, it really did fly super straight for me. And I wonder, like, now if it beats in for people, if it kind of just like continues to hold that straight line or what. But yeah, I would say that I have seen a lot of people rave over that. I'm pretty sure I don't know if Eric Oakley still like bags it, but I know for like a little bit he was like testing it out. Yeah, but the, Oakley is really doing things smartly because you really don't know if he bags it or if he just mm-hmm. does a video of it. He bags then, a like, pull cat. Yeah, he bags a bird too. You know who else? Bag, you know, I don't know who if he is gonna bag it or not. But you know who like it was in search for the Halo one, like the original Halo ones, and said he was gonna throw it. Ooh. Drew Gibson. Really? Yeah. I think I did see him like hitting people. Some dude on Twitter like sent it to him. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I said that too. Eh, interesting. Yeah. But, so I wonder if it's just for the meme or if they're like, I just cannot see them like genuinely like finding a purpose for it that like another disc couldn't do for them. But uh, who knows? It's kind of cool. I don't know. Throw for the meme. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, man, if you're that good, you could do it. Then, yeah. Fucking all right. Stamp, make a stamp of it for me too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's already what it's done as a meme already to like be able to like actually use it, it could be even more. Mm-hmm. I did throw up the. Uh, Halo Groove. I'm like, we got the Polecat. Let's get the Halo Groove. Everything was broken. Ah, one day, one day. No, no, it's not gonna happen. We need to make that like we needed to make that the next like meme disc. But I feel like because everyone like shit on the like the Polecat, but it was like jokingly like being like loving it. Everyone just straight shits on the Groove. It's like there's no like fake love for it. It's like straight like this is the worst disc ever. It's very unfortunate. I don't know if I've ever met another disc. There's a, sele- there's a like, select like, few of us. Like, I'm talking like in person. Cult fan. Like in person. Like I've never met like a group. Yeah, I've just, I've just seen the fucking keyboard heroes. Yeah. Being yeah, like, like I have two fucking groups. Yeah, I'm like, I have so. two groups. I <laughs> oh, I used to. Yeah, I, I lost them. All right, but there was a tournament that did, that did just happen. The Dynamic Discs Open, one of the bigger tournaments, I would say, that's uh, played around the DGPT Tour, especially because there's four rounds. A lot of time we see Elite Series only play with three rounds, but this is one of the special ones, especially with Worlds coming there. So we got maybe sort of a preview. The wind was crazy. We talked about this on the spit out. It almost seemed like we we're not going to get a real comparison of what's going to happen at Worlds. At least that's the kind of thought process I'm going through. Because a lot of like the bigger name people, it seemed like when they were playing in the wind that it just it didn't necessarily. And I'm granted, I'm not saying that there was no skill, but it did seem like there was a little bit more of the luck aspect. Where honestly, when you're throwing your disc, if there's a gust of wind that does whatever it wants to, that's not really necessarily on you. Yes, you can throw more overstable discs, but if it's going to push putts out, or if you can't, if you lay up in circle one because there's really nothing you could do about it, like that's not necessarily on you. 
Yeah, the only thing that you could say is on you is if you got. I think a lot of them tried to like do their normal routine of okay, what's the win on this whole? Do, let me do a win read, and let me try to throw a line that's going to work towards that. But when it's that strong, it's just keep it nose down, keep it low. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and just kind of like ride whatever that is. And the ones that succeeded were the ones that did that, right? Yep. Like, that did that the best. Or, and I think, you know what I mean? You had some up there performances. Like you said, you got some relatively new names to podium finishes, first timers, which is awesome to see. Um, but yeah, Ricky, Ricky kind of controlled that. From yeah, I think that's two. a good word. I think I think control is because it never seemed like it was a dominating win. He won by six strokes, sure, but it didn't necessarily feel like the Ricky where it was just like steamrolling past. It did seem like it. It felt like he was gonna win the entire time, but it wasn't like in the bag. I want to say I don't know. It's weird to say. It's just cru- it was all right. Bad. This was a trash tournament. There you go, guys. It's for. fucking stupid that to have the best. Fucking hot round be a minus three, and you're professional disc golfers. Fuck that! It's so stupid the way I understand like why they did that. Like, oh, they have to fucking kiss. I think they should have just had another round. They should just add a fucking another round. Be like, hey, we'll take the best three round, best four rounds or whatever. Interesting, yeah. Because it was just such a trash fucking. Nobody shot well. The only person that shot well was fucking Coling, and he fucking because he aced. Mm-hmm. Fucking... He, was he the only person to shoot under on that day? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yes. why he's the only person to shoot under. Yeah. The wind. And he shot under three. Bad, yeah. I think it was like I think I saw something. It was a thousand rated round. Was like um ten o- 12, twelve over. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Over. Like yeah, that's crazy. See, <laughs> and that like I've heard people like jokingly say this. I don't know if it. it I mean, it is a joke or if they're being serious, but like. It, it almost says like is should there be a consideration of like canceling rounds due to wind? Man, if there was a tournament to do it, it was this one because yeah. everybody had a week off or afterwards. Normally, on like the rigors of like week on week on week, no, it, it is what it is. You kind of take it. Um, and I think it's kind of neat to like play through adverse conditions. Now, I win like rain is a little bit more enjoyable than like this type of level of wind, but like. I don't know. I thought it. Yeah, man. There's a thing where you can say there's like playing in wind, right? We've, we've all played in wind, but there's, I'm sure every disc golfer has this feeling. There's a certain mile per hour wind that's going out that you decide, you know what? Today's not the day I'm going to go play disc golf because I know it's going to be frustrating. And it just feels like, at least I know, I feel like when it's like 25 consistent mile per hour wind, I'm not going out because I feel like when I throw the disc, I'm not necessarily always in control. Yeah, or or I'm going straight things. wooded course. Mm-hmm. Or if I do go, hey, I'm not gonna, that. Yeah, I'm not going to play this course mm. X A B. You know what I mean? No, no, this course is at least the second one. It is again when I'm you're at, being when you're being forced to like lay up circle one putts too because you don't know if your disc is going to get make it there or yeah. like blow away or like what. That's when it gets a little like okay, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, and as much as it was the weather related, it was also you know what I mean they did make this course more difficult they they're purposely trying to get lower or lower scores you know what i mean as a general i think there's a conscious effort of that in on the pro tour mm-hmm. right they don't higher want scores. like blowing up yeah sorry higher scores i guess like you're right it's weird um but same difference Fuckers. 
<laughs> um, but anyway, so like I think they're just making a conscious effort of it. They had some holes along those lines. And then when you're throwing in OB and that win, you know what I mean? It made it even worse. But like even even on the fairly – what, on the last day with the best conditions, um, I think like a seven or eight, neg eights or seven. Six down was the hot round. Yeah. So like even on like good conditions, that's that's no – 10 or 8 that we usually see on most courses so it's a little bit of that too and you know i mean some i don't know for me that's not interesting but i could see the appeal for some um and man the other thing is like we've been to pro courses we've thrown pro courses and we've had gigantic overs man (laughs) you throw in those that type of wind also like for anybody who's like oh this this person had a neck 12 i could do that no you couldn't no you couldn't Mm-hmm. Like, like especially at that course. Nah, Reed, you nah. Reed's gonna take like eight strokes to get to the hole on some of those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no way. And then you're throwing in that. Nah, man. So yeah, it made it a little bit uninteresting. But yeah, I think the, the two people Reed. that won were just tactical and fucking just did. Oh, the first fucking, two. Yeah, the the yeah. people that won the fucking Tatar and Ricky. They just were. They're like they took it as a job, and they're just like, "I got to get it, and let's do it." Man, yeah. as much as Ricky Cruz, Tatar really like kind of almost gave that away with her putting in the last round. Cat mm-hmm. had a lead, and she had Cat. It didn't seem like any, neither of them wanted to win for a brief moment there, but like, you know, what I mean, it was a lot working her way up. It, it was a lot. Yeah. If I'm Tatar and I had that many strokes going into the final day, I'm still planning on winning by two strokes you know what i mean like, yeah and it seemed like i what it really came down to was that whole 16 where katrina allen double bogeys and kristen tatar birdies or maybe she's part but you know she's giving away that many strokes with so many little holes to play left you know like especially when you do that against tatar i think that's just you know hannah gets her on a silver platter yeah, no. It's, um... I mean, that, and that being said, it, it was an interesting FPO finish, right? We still saw the battle. It wasn't that like to at this, you know. I'm not saying the MPO wasn't. Well, I'm kind of saying it wasn't that as interesting, but you know, it was like for how many uh, holes still have to play. We knew Ricky was basically going to win unless something yeah. really bad happened. It shouldn't have been the the FPO shouldn't have been that close. It should have been yeah. like the Ricky. Yeah. It yeah. should have been the way Ricky, but. Tatar just fell off, and both of them just fell off. And yeah. like I remember, at one point in time, Paige was like almost neg two. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. I'm like I'm like, Paige is gonna come back and win this shit. And then she fucking she, some she bad happened. Yeah. yeah. And then Simon Lazat seemed like this first tournament where he's kind of back, so to speak, of competing, like actually competing for top place finishes. We you know taking second place. I can't remember the last time I was saying Simon Lazat took second place, especially coming out and still I wouldn't, I don't know if he would say he's still 100% back, but, or 100% healthy at least. But yeah, it's was, it was cool to see his name back on the, on the podium. Yeah, man. And, and he's golfing. It's mm-hmm. really impressive. I, I, I like what Simon's doing now is what if Eagle's injury is worse than we may think is what we may have to see Eagle adjust to, and it's good to see that they could still perform on an elite level, um, whether even permitting. You know what I mean? Because even on his last round is when he kind of made a charge just as much as yeah. the second one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was good. Um, good to see. I, I hope he carries it over. You know what I mean? Like everybody, everybody's going to say like, Oh yeah, we've seen this. Like he pops and then he goes, he gets quiet again, but 
Yeah, we'll I would say this, this is a course that he does typically do better on, too, because I think he gets to play. I mean, Grant, like I said, his style is more switching and kind of developing more, but I think that this is still a course where it's his bread and butter. Yeah. No, I and when his putt's on, though, when his putt's on, he's dirty. It just so, so happens when his putt's not on, it's usually not on for the entire tournament or at least the entire round, which costs him a lot of strokes. Yeah. And then you, you had Brody with the third place, right? We got Yeah, I think that. that's the one that like everyone wants to talk about. Wait, can we talk about something else before? Yeah. Can we talk about Kevin Rathbone dropping out? About, yeah, it's finish. very unfortunate. And he did he re-injure? I thought he I think he re-injured his Yeah. Or, or he's gonna see doctors just like fucking Eagle did. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know, it says something, man. Power forehand game. That might be something that changes. Yeah. I will say, like, the Gavin Rathbone one, even when he was on our podcast, he talked about how that was, like, an injury back from when he wrestled that was never yeah. acute, fully healed. So, again, I feel like maybe there needs to be, like, a real consideration of these disc golf making the adequate time of come back. It seems like. And, we, and you know, disc golf is still so young in its ability. Like, I feel like the strain on people's arms isn't as bad as what it once was. And like, you don't really know the time to take off. Yeah. And especially fucking that, cor- that, that course and that conditions. Like you, mm-hmm. I know you're a competitor, but you'd be like, "Hey, man, maybe I shouldn't be throwing right now in these yeah. fucking wins and getting plus his. He had a really bad second round, plus God number, just that's extra throws on your arm, man." Yeah, yeah. but man, I, I also kind of think it's like a baseball pitcher at times, where you just kind of got to get reps too. You know what I mean? Like, and you almost build like a callus, like in a way. But yeah, maybe you're right. Like when you really talk about the amount of this is a full time job, they're throwing usually one or two practice rounds per day. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you got guys like Nico that I wouldn't be surprised throwing like five. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, sure he is. Yeah, like so you know what I mean. Like he, um, it, it's along those lines. But yeah, so it, it's interesting. It, it's something to debate. Um, we'll see. It, it, it's only time will tell. Like we see it at other sports with Tommy John's. You know what I mean? As far mm-hmm. as like. Awkward motions, but it's just. A I think it's a, we're, we're, when we go into the next step of disc golf, where we see more like physical trainers and people like that, you know, assisting players more personally. That's when we're going to see. I think people actually stepping up and be like, "Hey, this is what you really should be doing." Because I feel like a lot of times, especially like I don't know if Gavin Rathbun has like someone like in his ear that is a true medical professional. That's like, you know, I mean, like I wouldn't be surprised if like Eagle does because he's more of like the top talent. Where maybe this community would provide something. I know Ricky does, but like again, top talent that's provided. It's in his contract. But some of these lower level guys, where not lower level, but like middle of the pack, where you're not like not necessarily getting all of the amenities that the top athletes are getting, is like it's probably a lot of their personal decision. And I mean, I know if I want, I would. I'm the person who's just gonna be like, yeah, I feel fine. I'm gonna go throw, and that's probably not the best case scenario all the time. Yeah. But you want to know who gets the top of many? Who is this? Uh, Paul Macbeth. But you know who better than Paul Macbeth? Brody Smith. Because Brody Smith took third place and probably made Didn't even make the cut. Did not. Nope. Shot so, plus 12 one day. That was crazy. Maybe, maybe that's fucking passing the torch. Maybe it's like, no sure. I know what Paul no Macbeth sure. is like. Hey, Brody. <laughs> no, you want to know what? We, I've been neglecting to talk about this in the podcast because I just wasn't too sure on it. I didn't know it. No one else is really talking about it. But I think the signs are pretty much clear right now. There is some beef that has happened between Paul McBeth and Brody Smith. The absolute subtweets that Brody does is just ridiculous at this point. Like, yeah. what? Like we could break it down, right? Paul left Foundation. I don't know how long that's been. I feel like it's almost been a year now-ish, kind of. No one really knew why. A lot of people kind of thought he was going to focus on his own foundation. Cool. Whatever. Brody and Paul do not follow each other on any social media anymore. 
weird. Okay. Brody moving out of Virginia. Actually just moved there for a year. Okay. Weird. Interesting. Oh, Even goodness. after foundation opens up, but shop there. It's like, okay, you don't want to, whatever. Um, Paul also moved out of Virginia too. Did he? Okay. They were in the process of doing it from what oh, I've I heard. I did not He's know considering that. considering moving to Florida too, I've heard. Yeah, I was going to say that that's where they moved. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, Brody multiple times commenting that, um, what, so the first one was the Drew Gibson comment where he said that he learned more from Drew Gibson than Paul McBeth just randomly. Second, he keeps commenting that Ricky, he, he's very much so pushing the notion that Ricky's the number one disc golfer in the world. And it's like, states it so often where it's like okay you're doing that intentionally yeah um made a calvin t-pad or uh, celebrated calvin yeah, made and the, made a joke about that um uh, i'm trying to find like i know i've been sending them to you because it's like yeah <laughs> and every every man the best is everybody's like call, call comments on like brody stuff asking what happened and like and he yeah. even alludes to it. He's like, "Oh, it's kind of obvious." And like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. dudes to like, like, okay, so the actual yeah. T-Pack comment because like, I it, it like it. This is what it actually says, so you can actually see like the whatever you know to get the full grasp of it. It says, "Congrats to Calvin on getting the win and being able to throw on that T-Pad." So it's like, okay, interesting. Why do you have to say that? Um, I guess he's such kind of- a weird dude. Uh, Brody's a fucking weirdo. Uh, like he just wants, like he posts fucking. On a thing, I'm one of the things I'm part of. It's a bro because I'm like, it's a Brody fucking disc exchange, and he's part of it. I'm like, really? I mean, he posts like, like at the couple tournaments ago, he's like, he's like, hey man, anybody want to carry for me? I'm like, really? Yeah. Like this fucking weirdo. All right, and fucking weird person. This is, goes back to April first. Brody commented something right, right when he got uh, 1020 rated. He said, 1020, get freaky jabbing soon. Paul McBeth comments, makes me feel 18 again, which w- does kind of seem like a friendly jab. However, when they don't follow each other, that I did, I take all the friendliness away from it. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I said that to you. And I, like, <laughs> I, I commented and said, murdered him. Damn, that's so, like, yeah. he, he re- remembered my first beard, the yeah. fuck out of Brody right there. <laughs> like, yeah, that's good. Nice. That was like, damn. But yeah, I... It's a who knows, man. Would you be deeply surprised that it's not like all staged either? And like, probably they're not, creating beef to. I just don't see Paul caring enough to do that or wanting to be a part That's of that. Fair. Yeah, but it is weird. There's definitely something that happened, and I, I don't think we'll ever know officially what it was or whatever. But it is very interesting. Yeah, we can speculate. Let's speculate. I'm yeah. gonna say you're gonna say something, something bad. That's gonna get taken out of context somewhere. No, it's gonna be. It has to be something yeah. to do with Hannah. Share it, and then we're gonna. We, I don't. Do you think so? I don't yes. think so. Wait, what? He didn't keep her name out of his motherfucking mouth. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Something that's. If I if I'm gonna guess, that's my. I would say this is like the perfect opportunity where he does have a podcast where people can ask any questions they want. People should take more advantage of that. I don't care enough to do that. and I don't want to be a part of that, but people should just ask like the genuine questions. Like, hey, everybody in Kirby Disco world. <laughs> Go find the tea. Go to the Brody the podcast. Brody, Brody comment you say that. So, yeah, yeah. I get, we might get he, added to go on. Brody's right. not even gonna say anything because he's gonna keep monetizing it, and so is fucking Paul. It is. It's, it's like a, I'm sure there is something there, but they're they're gonna both. I think Brody not say anything. 
is so the game of this golf. So Ooh. I'm sure like all the pros know. <laughs> like, I'm sure. Know, yeah. yeah, all the pros know, but we'll never hear. It. I don't know. We we might, man. We might, and it's continuing to go on. Like I said, it's been going on for at least um like a month now, a month or two now, I and mean, they haven't been following each other for like a couple months. Um, so yeah, so I'm sure it'll come out eventually. Third place finish, man, but good for him. Like he finished strong. He got that. Like yeah. there's there's a moment where he dropped down <laughs> to like 16. And, he when know. he finished up with the four birdies in a row to, uh, at the very end. Because man, was, don't get me wrong, I wasn't like, I was more like Schadenfreude watching, where I was like, because he had that comment of, of like finishing in the top fifteen, alluding to the skins, and yeah. then I was like, I was like, man, he's gonna really drop out of top fifteen, and he's just that gonna get torched. Fun. Like that's all I was like, I was like, man, this is just gonna get torched, and then he ended up, you know, birdieing out like he did and, and taking top three along with like seven others. You know what I mean? But still. You know, that's awesome. Man. Good for him. It, yeah. Podium finish is a podium finish. So. Yeah, then we can break down the rest of that top three. Then we have Vino McAuley, Vino. Uh Logan Harpool, and Jake Habermeyer. You know, a lot of names that we said that we haven't necessarily seen ever kind of in the top podium especially <laughs> is why I kind of go back to where I don't think we're going to see any of these names in the po- – any. I wouldn't be you know Ricky and Simon cool we could see them but I don't think we see any of the other names and top finishers uh, in the world. I, that's what I'm going to say. Oh yeah, worlds at worlds. I thought you were talking for the whole tour. No. Okay. I think gotcha. going back to the FPO right, Kristen, we talked about Kristen Tatar, fantastic finish. Katrina Allen finishing at second. Then we have Ella Hansen taking her for I believe first podium of the year. But yeah. again, now the between the first and second there was a big drop off to the third on you know six seven strokes so. Mm-hmm. And we have Emily Beach, Paige Pierce taking fifth, so at least she still got the top five in there. And then Haley King taking sixth, and Valerie Manahondo tying her worst place finish of the year at seventh. Whew. Strong year right there. It is. I, that's Haley's – man, I've, I've rocked the Haley's new disc to the Hawkeye. I kind of enjoy it. Or some would say the FD. Is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah, that's what people claim. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. it's like a Halo version of AFD. It's it's from whatever people say, but it's yeah, throws like AFD. Interesting. (laughs) All right, we're gonna play a little bit of a game here. Game time. You have three. I'm gonna throw out a player's name, and you have three options that I want you to throw back at me, and then I have a little bit of a little something, something I'll add to it, and maybe you can change your opinion or keep it whatever it has. So I'm gonna name a player, and you are going to. Tell me if you think that their season so far is disappointing, above what you thought it was going to be, or exactly what you thought. Okay, so this is what we think. Yeah, you too. Yep. Okay. Right. You both well, can we personally think about them, yeah. not what they think about them. All right, let's yep. go. Kyle Klein. Disappointing. What I thought. And then to add to that, he's had a better average finish at every single event that he's played than he did last year at these events. That's an interesting fact. Yeah, we still cool. think uh, – yeah. I mean, granted, I think he really turned it up in the back half of the season, which still could happen. But it is very interesting that he is playing better than he was in 2021. Um, but, yeah, still – a lot of people still think he should be doing better. Brody Smith. Right where I thought that was going to be. Really? Man, I never thought he'd podium. I never would have thought he'd podium. I never thought he'd podium. I, this is such a right what a write off though. I don't consider this tournament a tournament. Just because of what happened? Yeah. I, okay. That I'll listen to that. Argument. So it's just a write off. Like but even I, that being said, I, I would never would have thought that even if, like if he would have won if he would have won, I would have said better. 
But because he I'm took third. I'm going to go third. better. Yeah. I'm going to go better. He's still beating. He's, he's, uh, go ahead. I don't, I don't We're moving it. on, dude. Haley Kane. Yeah. We talked about Rory Haley. long enough. Uh, worse. Um, kind of didn't about, see her, too. I know that. Yeah, but. about the same. That's why I'm going to give her about the same because some things happen. So mm-hmm. I'll give her about the same. Paul Macbeth. Ooh, that's a good question. Paul, about the same, maybe a little worse. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. You have you have those wins that are uh, still that he has attached to his name, but I think that the first time missing cut is, and again, you, we could talk this as a write off, but you know it's still a big deal when you miss cut for the first time in that, your career. That's why it's. Leaning it could play he's down. trending down is what Reed's yes. saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like when you pick players in fantasy football, they have like arrows and like upward trajectory. Yeah, he's trending down. Okay. But Evelina. Uh, disappointing. Yeah, down. Uh, to be honest, I could say even because I didn't really think anything of her, but I know what everybody thought, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, woo! And she's been trash. I mean, she's still gotten like some top finishes. Yeah, but, but she hasn't been anywhere near. Yeah. She wasn't the absolute dominating force that a lot yeah. of people thought she yes. was to be. Trash so. at pudding is the only aspect of her game that's bad. But it's so that's bad. So I didn't have really thought of her, but. Gotcha. Ricky. Uh, yeah, I think he's doing better. Yeah, especially with, yeah. especially with a new sponsor. I, I thought he was going to start off a little slow, and he kind of yeah. did at LVC, but after that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I would say he's trending up. Yeah. I think, man, that yeah, he's the best, and he's going to be the best all year. I think he's running away with the season. Okay, interesting. Calvin. Yeah. He got to no. win. Yeah, he got to win. He's got to win. He's in the middle, but trending up. Okay. That's what he's trying to do. I agree. Yeah. If he didn't have that win, it would be down. Gotcha. Like if that win is even a top three, like a second or a third, he'd still be down. Gotcha. So that win is making him trend up. Paige Pierce. Yeah, uh, has, I think down. she's got a major. I know. But she's a, she, the only major she's won. She, I, I would say she has two wins underneath her belt, too, that were kind of hand, not necessarily handed to her. Uh, but they, they are uh, not doing her. I think the sheer play, she's trending down. She's not playing up to her abilities and not playing. Dude, she's going to go on a run, especially with Tatar going back to Europe. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, and then she'll be trending up. up. Right now, she's trending down. I'm going to say they'll stay up. She's got the major. All right. That being said, then Tatar. Way up, yes. The, yeah, the we... force of the the for. I think she's. Oh man, people are gonna just chastise this. She might be the face of the FPO at this point in time this season. Her average finish on the season so far is one point eight seven. Yeah, like and she's not ta- taken outside the top three since what was it, Worlds last Worlds year? last year. Yeah, yes. so she's yeah. kind of dominating right now. Finally, Gannon Burr up. Yeah, I guess, uh, but he's taking second. He's been up there in the top ten all year. Yeah, taking a step back. Uh, yeah, I guess it's yeah, it's trending. Yes, I got you. All right, he, he's doing as well as you could without a win, if you mm-hmm. ask me. You know what I mean? What about Simon the Zap? 
better. To, I, yeah. if you, I think that to me, that second place and being on the podium was. I got for me too. to be, think that he's due Gibson. Um, right where I thought he would be. I think towards the end of the last season that he kind of finished just out of his mind. I don't think that was necessarily the Drew Gibson that was going to stay an entire season, and that's only why we saw it the last couple tournaments. And honestly, we might see him perform well at Portland Open and OTB. I think those courses play well for him, but. Uh, I think like LVC, this tournament at DDO were kind of something I thought he would do a lot better on. Okay. But I, I would think the population would say he's having a down here, like the general. Sure. I think, yeah, I trend toward, I, it, yeah. yeah. It, my thought is to me, it's what I thought, but to the most of the people, especially coming off that last season, it's yeah. disappointing. Okay. Gotcha. So Girthy. I'll say disappointing, but I, to me, it just seems like that's kind of what I thought he he would do. Yeah, he's okay. Conrad is another interesting has mm. had some ups and. I think he's he's right where he. Thought be. He's I don't feel right saying disappointing, um, but I would have liked to see him with and fighting for a lot of top fives more often. Which again, I don't think that a lot of these courses are suit his style. So I think we go to the East Coast, where is where we see him shine usually. Okay, that's a good point. Gotcha. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't so, bring up Dickerson, but I guess Dickerson's pretty easy. I would say, but like the thing is, like when you look at like especially like Dickerson's like last year, it's like he has been doing pretty like he's been doing like what he does. <laughs> he's got a major. Yeah. It's got to be up. Yeah, it's right. Got to be up. Yeah. All right, gotcha. That's why I say that's too easy. Yeah. All right. And like, I think there's a lot of people too, where I was kind of leaving off this list because they're not doing so as great as what people would have thought them on this half of the tour. But I think a lot of, there's a lot of disc golfers who just strive so much better and the East coast and just playing in the woods, be able to hit lines. So like, I think we'll see like the Andrew Marwitz. I think we're going to see James Conrad. I think we're going to see their names a lot more in the top 10 True. Or towards when we get in those style, of course. And I think that Masters Cup now, for the people who are playing that, I think that's or two weekends from now is when we're going to see a lot of like fresh faces that were like, oh, yeah, when Woods are in your way, this is why you guys are so good and are in contention. But yeah, is I think Ham- that's going to leave us. Oh, oh go ahead. I was going to no, say, is, good, Ham- is Hamas playing Masters? Uh, I believe so. He took off for DDO. Yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't, that, that's that was just a quick one. That's all I had. But we're going into Dream Doubles. We are the infamous <laughs> Dream Doubles. Mother, do you see the drop bomb? Mother, do you think they like this one? Mother, do you think they'll try to break my balls? Ooh, ah. Mother, it's Dream Doubles. This is Kirby's Dream Doubles, where we take some category ranging from school literature to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, find our worst discovery, find who we want to beat, and find our best discovery. This week, in honor of Mother's Day, we are doing TV Mothers. We didn't decide who's going first. So, JK, go first. All right, here we go. Let me break this one down for you guys in simple terms. Whales would not be good disc golfers. That's just a fact. Which is why Bubby from the Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack would be the worst disc golf partner. To start, how would she get to the courts? She's a whale. Unless there's a course completely surrounded by water, she ain't making it. Nevertheless, I'll just glimpse over that fact. How would she throw a fucking disc? She got baby arms with no fingers. 
There's no shot to be able to throw. And even if she could somehow grab this, she doesn't have any X step with her with her no legs have an ass. So she can't even generate any power. So she'd be absolutely no help with the drives. And what will she do for putts? Exactly. Nothing. And the final reason she'd be an awful partner is she's just a prick. She never wants to have fun. She just wants to be boring with Flapjack. And that sounds like the most boring round of disc golf I'd ever play. Sorry, Bubby. You might be able to take me to Candy Island after, but you would suck on the course. Fuck Bubby. Kind of. Not really. Bubby kind of cool. All right. My worst disc golf partner will be Miss Estelle Costanza. R.I.P. First of all, her overbearingness would be fucking annoying. Being like, should you really throw that partner? Should you really throw the later? And just her shrill voice and annoying yelling would just be really bad. Also, she doesn't have any disc golf abilities. She fucking threw her back at walking in on her son masturbating. I don't think that fucking ends up good for disc golf, personally. And just the sheer shrill of a woman that would be really annoying on the cars course. And really not fun to play, be around. Miss Costanza, I'm sorry. You might make good fucking pay, yeah. But you're not going to be good on the disc golf course. That's a pretty decent one. My worst is Peggy Bundy from Married with Children. There are many reasons, but let's begin with her attire. She shows up with high heels, heavy makeup, huge hair, tight clothing, with a grandmud ass cigarette hanging from her lip. Functionality is unimportant because she gives zero fucks, has no desire to be there with the intentions of making it miserable for everyone possible, um, all because Al dragged her ass to the fucking course. And you as her partner will have to take the bullet for the entire rest of the league. She would limp wrist, foot dangle, float every throw just to get it over with. And you'd be happy with that if that was all the worst of it. But she will destroy you with words alone, always having a quick-witted quick witted response that ridicules you, your disc golf, um, your disc golf game, your manhood, sexual prowess, and just your general worth to society. Just a full atomic bomb scorched fucking earth. Nothing off the table for a full fucking 18 holes. No one can perform to that ridicule and shame for that long and hit a putt or, God forbid, a gap. I would take yelling in my ear, fundamental religious speak that try to line up a putt after my partner tells my card I try to hit putts and satisfy my wife and I do neither Peggy Bundy is my worst thanks alright I'm gonna start off with my beat wait was that your beat? Uh, that was my worst uh, I thought you finished with Peggy Bundy that's what I beat uh, yeah. cool. I'm going with my beat Miss S. Wow, titty bang herself. She the Browfowski. First, she's one of those. She was one of the Jersey Shore kind of people, and that has to be my least favorite person in the world. I hate those people. GTO people, fucking body tan, hair. These favorite type of people in the world. Like just saying it right now. If you're that type of person, don't come up and talk to me because I'm not gonna have a fun time. <laughs> also, she's a fucking overbearing mom to uh, fucking fault and has destroyed her children. Ike is a kindergartner that fucking talks about t- t- changing strange and fucking 
has sex with his kindergarten teacher. That's what happens. That's what happens when you have an overbearing mind. And she tried to get, she killed fucking Terrence and Philip over fart jokes. I mean, she's just a bad person. And well, cause one bitch, big red bitch, she's biggest bitch in the whole world. Well, she's stupid. She has stupid ass. She's a stupid bitch. Cause mom's a bitch. And she's a dirty bitch. Cause mom's bitch. Shocker. Remix whatever character comes with a song. Makes sense. What be a dream that was not right. We didn't do the intro this week. He still got two fucking songs in. That's great. We might be in for a third. Go ahead, Jay. You can go with your beat. All right. I'm going with Dila Ketchum. Who lets their 10-year-old son go out into the world to just, first of all, I mean, depends how you want to break this down. Kill other animals, or at least beat them up. That's, what bullshit is that? Other, I mean, uh, we all clearly know the real reason. She just wants that Professor Oak dick. But, nevertheless, <laughs> dick over his own 10-year-old son, letting him do whatever the fuck he wants. What a horrible mother. It, like, what do you do with that? I mean, we, he never even sees him, never contacts her, hardly ever. Seems to give him no responsibilities, nothing to go on his travels, and just lets him go off into the world. Now, that does sound pretty awesome, especially for what he does. But, mom, like, how could that be a mother? And for that pure fact, I have to just absolutely beat the shit out of her. And it only makes sense. Dila Ketchum, I don't even know how you say that name. I've been playing Pokemon for, like, I don't even know how many years. Did I she feel like no like one ever hears any of the tournaments either? Like, she was just... No, like, she, she does. Just, no, she doesn't. No, no, okay, she in the anime, she might actually. Yeah, yeah she, she followed. <laughs> okay, it's only in the anime. We're doing the TV. No, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah enough, she, she does follow him occasionally. And she does get busy with the Mr. Mine, not just Oak. Um, oh, she gets busy with a lot of people in power. Yeah, she fucking sent, like, and he just doesn't go around, like, his country. He goes to fucking oh, different he goes everywhere. Like, why not? Fuck him. That fucker he, got his own passport and shit. I know. <laughs> I'm about to take on my check. Right. I'm getting hot. Let me These get lights out. I'm going to go with my beat. That's usually how it goes. All right. I didn't know. It looked like you were fucking prepping to talk some more. Like, that's all. I was like, <laughs> yeah. for you to go on Theoretically, a Jefferson wasn't supposed to go second. Whatever. But whatever. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry we fucked up your rotation. Bro. I know. Puff, puff, pass, motherfucker. All right. I'm going to, guys, I'm going to kind of admit, and just that, I'm going to just say it out front, that I'm kind of copping out on this one. I went with a reality TV show, Mom. Um, and I know you guys expect more from me, but this one. It's kind of a special kind of fucking evil. Drum roll, please. My beat, Chris fucking Jenner. I fucking know she's the worst, right? She's fucking terrible. This momager pimped out every one of her daughters. She has over-sexualized, glamorized, pushed them to the Playboy, leaked and monetized the sex tapes, told her children they needed plastic surgery, cheated on her husband with OJ. We all know Chloe is OJ's kid. Didn't acknowledge Caitlyn, cut her from the entire fucking show and family, ignored her son, allowed her minor daughter to date a rapper, the fucking 13th spinoff and countless fucking bullshit brands, fucking up Kanye's career. Chris fucking fucked up Kanye. Oh, and being the one to sell her soul just to fucking monetize this scum and force feeding it to the masses just to promote consumption. Thanks, guys, for letting me fucking get that off my chest. Fuck Chris Jenner. She's my beat. At least somebody did it. Uh, now you know why I went last. <laughs> I, I had my, I I had my beat, and then Jay, uh, 
Swiss is like, hey, I'm gonna do Chris Jenner. I'm like, that's fucking genius. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but it might not. I'm like, let me know if you don't. Because if you don't, I'm changing it. But I'm gonna do my best. And I'm going sheer fucking just for she's gonna be the dopest. Mom from Futurama. If you guys know, I did Rick and Morty, I did Rick. It's basically the same thing. She's a glorified fucking Rick. Not as fucking crazy, but has the same fucking mental capacity and does the same fucking weird shit. So, she would have the best plastics, best fucking Frisbees, all that manufactured by herself. She'd have Frisbees that just fucking go to the pin as soon as you press the button. So, I don't even have a motherfucking play. So, I'm just going to automatically win. And everybody's like, yeah, but she's like this old lady that like sits in a rocker and is fat. No, that's just the fucking image she fucking plays. She's actually fucking... Tall, lanky, fucking acrobatic, does fucking like karate and shit. Yeah, she's gonna win it. Why is this gonna win? We don't even need the fucking intelligent frisbees because she can be bombing 500 feet. She's gonna be putting circle one, circle two, 100%. Mom from Futurama because she's intelligent, she's fucking acrobatic, and she's just dope. I'll go now. Uh, Kitty Foreman from the 70s show is hands down my best disc golf partner. She is friendly, competitive, adventurous, energetic, and has an enthusiasm for life and is willing to always try new things. That and she would completely mother the hell out of a fucking league night. She would bring a hot plate or some type of fucking jello mold that that and she would just fit in with every disc golfer. Shit, she is married to Red and seems to make him more interesting than he actually is. She cusses, drinks plenty of liquor, and partakes in the devil's lettuce every time now and then. She would be supportive of every player and have a great attitude as a teammate, but many don't really know Kitty is an OG disc golfer and is absolutely solid. If you don't know, Point Place is 10 minutes away from Wapahaka and Gurren's Rec Center, the first disc golf course in wisconsin eric and his other eric and her other surrogate children would go there from time to time and come back all smiles and then laughing and in the best times but so she decided to try to go out on her own and give it a go and she fell in love with the game she started with fucking lids guys she's taking lightweight discs mambas and flexing them for fucking days all over the course up and down kitty is my best disc golf partner mine actually kind of goes hand in hand with that the thing about Katie is she doesn't care what your past is. She doesn't care if you're a pedophile. She doesn't care if you fucking rape people. She 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 takes you in. She's like, hey, that's fine. <laughs> Good to know. But yeah, mine does go hand in hand. That especially where we talked about like my same thought process on mother in the league night. Deanne Birch. First of all, she already has a pussy of a husband, so she knows how to put things on her back. She all she does carry that family. And we can see that she could take care of pretty much whatever she wants to when she brings Jay in. That's pretty much going to be me. I'm going to be that, you know, like, hey, I'm kind of good at disc golf, but I need a little bit of help. And she's going to just put me on her back and take it into full, you know, take me under her wing and just do amazing things. And she has nothing to do with her time. She kind of just stays at home because, you know, uh, Nick's dad just does everything for her money-wise. So she's got all the time in the world to practice putt, all the time in the world to drive, and she just to hone her craft. And she got to take th- – care of three little assholes i think 18 hole disc golf course wouldn't be too bad for her other than that she you know the whole drug thing too 
She's right on board. Not only Devil's Lettuce, but pretty much anything you give her, she's on board. Maybe you bring a little bit here and there as well, which is also good in your and a disc golf partner. Deanne Birch, best disc golfer. I was also debating uh, uh, Barbara Glauberman because she's basically the female version of Garrett Gerthy, but I also need help with putting, and that wouldn't help me. So I went with Deanne. Nice. Solid. He's got to work at more characters for every big mouth. No, I literally had Barbara Glauberman written down, and then you said that, and I was like, Damn, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, okay. Touche. <laughs> nice. Oh. All right. That was for all you mothers out there that I know that are listening to the disc golf podcast right now. <laughs> but that's going to leave TV us off into uh, some putting puzzlers. Putting Ooh. puzzlers! Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to do that where dreams come true part. No. no? Oh, we're done with that. <laughs> it's over. Oh, this one. Okay. Since DDO did have all that win, I think it's only fair we ask this question. I'm not sure if he asked before, but I forgot the answer, so I'm sure we have new listeners. Would you rather play a disc golf round? Let's say a competitive disc golf round. This round, for some reason, actually matters for something. Would you rather play in massive amounts of wind, straight rain, or snow? Oh, shit. Question. Uh, Bring it. Rain. What's the temps? Wind, like is I mean, it? No, it's them- obviously got to be cold enough to snow. <laughs> well, so, okay. it could be fucking manufactured with snow. Okay. It could be like eighty. Come on, bro. Well, Seriously, like. All right, wind. wind I'm gonna here. wind. I'll give you seventy-five degrees. Rain. I'll give you sixty degrees. Snow. I'll give you thirty-five degrees. Rain. Yeah, I think rain, rain too. Rain on wind is my last option. <sighs> Probably, yeah. Probably, because you can at least try to warm up your hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. Question: How yeah, long has the snow been falling? Is there already snow on the ground? Jesus. Yes, there's uh, there's already snow on the ground, but it's like it's packed. Like a... It's packed snow, so it's like you're not like ruining. They're not even like uh, your feet super wet, and the snow is coming down pretty considerably. I'd say, but nothing where you're gonna like add inches or anything. Okay. Are you still going rain? Okay. Solid question. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> we had to get that shit off the table before okay. we could answer. Nice. Does Brody Smith ever podium again? Sure. Absolutely. Wait, wait, let me rewind. Let me rewind. Let me rewind. Does Brody Smith ever podium again at an elite series event? This year, no. I but I, I, but all time, I think he might get another one. All right, guys. Here's what's going to happen. Food poisoning. Food poisoning is going to happen. Take out the whole field. <laughs> Brody's going to win it. Boom. Yes. There you Brody. go. Brody podiums. I think I'm, I'm going to go with the no on this one. Man, there's like, dude, what about like, fuck, Jerm won a USDGC with only playing two days, right? Like, Colton Montgomery's got a dub for like, you know what Ooh, I mean? Yeah. Like. Like there, there's stuff like that that happens. Why, like, yeah, you're throwing out all the asterisk wins, bro. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, man, that's why I think he gets it hey, again. A win's like, a win. It's hard. Not, yeah, he'll get especially he'll in Brody's eyes. He'll get a top three again, not this year, but again. Does Paul Macbeth ever miss the cut again? Absolutely. <laughs> no. I think he will towards the end of his career. Think he's now I'm gonna ask the no. No, 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 no. 
I don't think he does because I think he fucking does not finish before he misses the cut. Faint of fucking injury and shit. That's what some mm-hmm. people accused him in the one tournament. I can't. USDGC. Yeah. Yeah, I that think one, he. That where he had a, just a crap. What that round was. Whew, that's yeah. probably his worst round. That, that's probably what's going to happen. This plus twelve, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But gotcha. All right, last puzzler that I have, and it seems like this is being asked a lot based on we're going to see Masters Cup next weekend, and we're going to – and we just saw DDO, which was a lot of par golf. Would you rather watch a birdie or die course or a par is your friend course? Birdie or die. Oh, sure. but you hate Memorial. <laughs> I hate Memorial because it's all the same shots for every player. Whatever, dude. Birdie That's or what die, bitch. Birdie or die. Birdie or die is not. Birdie or die, where it's like aggressive lines or aggressive play. Yeah, I'll watch that all day. I, love I just don't like birdie or die. Yeah. yeah. And man, this kind of has like this weird, like old baseball, young baseball type question. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's. Well, that's yeah. what we're, we're kind of getting into. It seems like a lot of the, these new courses, especially with the Eagles crossing, uh, where it's like there's not a lot of holes where they are buriable, and we're kind of trying to work in where pars are good, and I don't necessarily care for it. But I, gotcha. not that I don't care for it. It's just like a lot less interesting one. I don't know. That's my opinion. Though. We didn't even talk about the Eagles crossing skins, but we're running out of time, and it wasn't that interesting. But. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. No, I did not. It kind of. I heard the shot is insane. I want to watch. I I haven't seen the shot. Oh, did you? Oh, so you watched? You saw the shot? Oh yeah, it was sick. Uh, It was sick. Stokely just hit like just an unheard gap and like cleaned it. Yeah, he got. It was and like all the skins were stacked, so he took. It was at the point where whoever got the next skin was gonna win the thing, and you got like an extra forty. No, you got. 15, have you got like an absurd amount of money? I can't remember how much it was. Like maybe 12K or 10K, somewhere around there. Um, And he just like threw an unbelievable shot and like was parked for birdie and no one else even had any look at all. Um, But yeah, and then I did watch because everyone was kind of saying how like at the very end of it, he like got his trophy and he gave a little speech and he was like in tears and it was a little heartwarming. It was was cool to see. That's what I heard too. That's why I'm making it a homework assignment for me to watch. It's just it's just so long, and I I don't necessarily like man. The banter was weird to me. It just the whole like Brody and Calvin kind of banter. I just wasn't like it. It just wasn't my vibe, and I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Nice. Yeah, I wouldn't think Brody and Calvin would ever converse with each other unless they're forced. They they, they don't seem like people that are on the same plane. Yeah. Brody it's, and Calvin. Yeah. Like Heimberg. Yes. Name another Calvin. Klein. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, it, it, it was funny though because he did put out Brody did put out that tweet saying he was going to take top uh, fifteen in his next event, claiming that that was the skins one, and he almost did get skunked until the last hole. So that was like because uh, <laughs> right. that was like the big thing. A bunch of people were like, "What if you get skunked because of this?" Blah 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 blah. And he, man, just right at the last hole, everyone else fucked up. Gave it to him. Nothing worse than getting skunked in the skins, man. Nothing worse. Like, that'd be my only fear about Jordan. Especially doing for that. the one like with the most money out there. Oh yeah, man. Like just getting like, why the fuck I show up to this? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, that's like that's like that's like going to the casino and fucking breaking even. Like that shit just you feel like you've done nothing. Like, played around disc golf. <laughs> <Yeah>. Woo! <laughs>
All right, guys. That's going to wrap up this episode of Kirby's Disc Golf World. If you did enjoy it, make sure to rate and review the podcast. It definitely helps us out. Follow us on all our different social medias on Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube. Hang out for a while. Uh, there's no tournament this weekend, but next weekend we do have Master Cup, which is one of my favorite tournaments to talk about. So make sure to tune into that next week. Hopefully, we do see you in the next one.